Good day. This is Apostle Shirley Evans bringing you a word from the Lord today. Today is Wednesday, January 27th, 2020. Wednesday, January 27th, 2020. The word, our word today is nothing is too difficult for God. It is the set time. Nothing is too difficult for God. It is the set time. And Father, I pray that as I deliver this word to your hearers of the word, whenever they receive it, Father God, may their spiritual ears be open to receive the revelation with clarity in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I thank you for using this vessel to deliver your word. And I bless you. I bless you, people of God, who are going to receive it. Know that nothing is too difficult for God, and it is a sad time. Only you are holy. Only you are worthy. Only you are wonderful. There is no one else like you who is faithful, ever true. All my love, my life, my all is a testimony. Only you are holy. Only you are worthy, only you are wonderful. There is no one else like you who is faithful ever true. On my love, my heart, my life is a testimony. As I said, the word from the Lord is nothing is too difficult for God. It is the set time. And I will be reading from Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17 and verse 27. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17, and verse 27. And this is going to be taken from the Old King James Version of the Bible. Also, I'm going to be touching on Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 to 3. And that's also from the Old King James Version of the Bible. I'm also going to be touching on the time, which is Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Verses 1 to 8, still reading from the Old King James Version of the Bible. We bless the Lord. Our Lord God, God who made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy outstretched hand. Ah, Lord God, God who made the heavens 
and the earth by thy great power. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy outstretched hand. Nothing is too difficult for thee. Nothing is too difficult for thee. Great and mighty God, great in counsel, great indeed. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing, nothing is too difficult for thee. Ah, Lord God, God who made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Ah, Lord God, thou who made the heavens and the earth by thy outstretched hand. Nothing is too difficult for thee. Nothing is too difficult for thee. Great and mighty God, Great in counsel, great indeed. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing, nothing is too difficult for thee. Absolutely nothing is too difficult for God. And now I will read, first I will read about writing the vision. Habakkuk chapter three bless the lord no it's habakkuk chapter two verses two and three it says and the lord answered me and said write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it for the vision is yet for an appointed time but that the end it shall speak and not lie Though tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And so he was standing on his watch. He said in verse 1, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. I will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. What vision has God given you that you've written either on a piece of paper or you remembered it in your mind? Know that this is a season for that vision, that promise to come to pass, because God is not a man that he should lie, and nothing is too difficult for God. And in Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17 and and 27, Jeremiah, I'll get that right now, Jeremiah chapter, bless the Lord, Jeremiah chapter 32, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17 says, Our Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing 
too hard for you. Verse 27 says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And then I will go to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 to 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 to 8, it says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time of love, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. You would know, and I would know, what time is it for us. There are some watches will give you 12 o'clock, <laughs> 6 o'clock, maybe 3 o'clock, however, but they wouldn't give you the minutes. You better figure out what minute it is for you. <laughs> you have to guess. I guess you call that a guess watch because there's no minutes on it. But know that it's your time. A time for everything under the sun. If he can make the heaven and the earth, you surely can trust him with your problem. Believe that he is great. He is great enough and willing to meet your every need. All power, he says, is given unto God in heaven and in earth. So there's absolutely nothing that is too difficult for God. I'm going to speak about the time the time ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 to 8 timing solomon's point in this section is that god has a plan for all people thus he provides circles of life each with its work for us to do although we may face many problems that seem to contradict God's plan. These should not be barriers to believing in him, but rather opportunities to discover that without God, life's problems have no lasting solutions. Timing is important. All the experiences listed in these verses are appropriate at certain times. The secret to peace with God is to discover accept and appreciate God's perfect timing. The danger is to doubt or resent God's timing. This can lead to despair, rebellion, or moving ahead without his advice. You know, there are times when God would show us something, but we don't get the revelation. We are still in the dark. 
Well, I got a revelation and that's how all of a sudden he gives me this message. Because on Sunday, someone came by and brought me a watch. And that is the watch that had like 12 o'clock, I guess 6 o'clock, I guess 3 o'clock, or maybe 8 o'clock, however, but it had no minutes. You had to guess. So when I received it, beautiful watch, when I received it, I went like, well, God, what happened to the minutes? Because sometimes God is not going to tell you. He's gonna, just going to surprise you. But just know that it's a time. So that time piece came to me with a revelation that it is your time. So I'm speaking to you, letting you know it is your time. There's nothing, absolutely nothing too hard for God. I pray that you receive it because it is your time to be blessed. You know more in Egypt. You've been through all the sufferings. You're doing, you've been doing what God has called you to do. And now is the time. Nothing is too difficult for him. When is there a time for hating? That's what Solomon had there. We shouldn't hate evil people. We have to pray for them. We shouldn't hate evil people. But we should hate what they do. We should also hate it when people are mistreated when children are starving and when God is being dishonored. In addition, we must hate sin in our lives. Not hate the people, hate the sin. This is God's attitude. Your ability to find satisfaction in your work depends to a large extent upon your attitude. You will become dissatisfied if you lose the sense of purpose God intended for your work. We can enjoy our work if we remember that God has given us work to do and realize that the fruit of our labor is a gift from him. See your work as a way to serve God. So there's a time for everything under the sun. And now I will go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 32, 17 and 27, 32. God told Jeremiah to buy a field outside Jerusalem. The city had been under siege for a year and Jeremiah bought land that the soldiers occupied, especially, certainly a poor investment. In addition, Jeremiah was a prisoner in the palace but Jeremiah was demonstrating his faith in God's promises to bring his people back and to rebuild Jerusalem. We're getting ready for restoration. Trust doesn't come easy. It wasn't easy for Jeremiah to publicly buy, to publicly buy land already captured by the enemy, but he trusted God. Listen, there's a lot of things that the enemy has that God is going to take from the enemy and bless you with it. He trusted God. It wasn't easy for David to believe that he would become king, even after he was anointed. Many of you, many of you even today, you're in a position 
where there's a better position, but a lot of times you cannot see it. But when the set time has come, blessed be the name of the Lord, that is when you will sit in the seat. So for David to believe that he would become king, even after he was anointed, he was anointed, but then some things had to happen in David's life. There was warfare he had to fight. He had to wait for the appointed time for the set time. Like Joseph was anointed, but he had to wait for the set time. But he trusted God. It wasn't easy for Moses to believe that he and his people would escape Egypt, even after God spoke to him from a burning bush. But he trusted God. I said to someone, stop looking for the burning bush. That was Moses' experience. Your experience would not be a burning bush, but know that you would experience God. It isn't easy for us to believe that God can fulfill his impossible promises either. But we must trust him. God who worked in the lives of biblical heroes will work in our lives too. If we will just let him, if we would just trust him. After Jeremiah bought the field, he began to wonder if such a move was wise. Sometimes God tells you something to do and it just makes no sense. But if you know the voice of God, you will take the step and do what he's called you to do. So after he bought the field, he began to wonder if such a move was wise. He sought relief in prayer. When you hear God say to do something, Go to God, inquire of God, whether this is him speaking, and he will give you the peace and give you the clarity. Yes, it is him. So he sought relief in prayer from his nagging doubts. We would always have doubts. Lord, is this you? Is this my flesh? Is this the enemy? So you pray, you wait, you pray, you wait, until you get that peace that passes all understanding. Because doubts will come in your mind. In his prayer, Jeremiah affirmed that God is creator. God is the wise judge of all the ways of people. And God is our redeemer. God loves us and sees our situation. Whenever we doubt God's wisdom or wonder, if it is practical to obey him, we can review what we already know about him. Such thoughts and prayers will quiet our doubts and calm our fears. I'm speaking to you as one who God called and it didn't make any sense to walk away from your job hmm, and say that God called you. But I inquired of the Lord in prayer. I had the peace of God that passed all understanding. And this is now my 25 years of full-time ministry. Because doubts will come in your mind. And doubts will come through people speaking in your mind and said, that cannot be God. But know that. Trust God. There's absolutely nothing, nothing too difficult for God. As I said, 
if he can make the heaven and the earth. As a matter of fact, if he can make you, if he can make man from the dust, he is God, all powerful, all knowing. If he can make the heaven and the earth, if he could say, let there be light and there was light, he's still God, he's still speaking. If he can make the heaven and the earth, you surely can trust him with your problem. Believe that he is great enough and willing to meet your every need. All power is given unto me, he says, in heaven and in earth. I want to leave you with this. A few days in my spirit, I didn't talk it. In my spirit, I wanted some green beans. I wanted maybe four okras. And I decided that what I, once I got that, I'm going to make me a soup. Two days later, doorbell rang. Didn't know who was at the door. Went out, saw nobody. The neighbor said, oh, someone left that bucket on your, on your wall. Oh, I said, oh, okay. She said, I think it's the gardener. In the bucket was green bean, three okras. But under the green beans, there was green pigeon peas. I'm trying to say to you who, who have doubts of God, that he promised to supply our need. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing is too difficult for God. So I pray that when you get this message, you will listen to it over and over. I pray that God will give you the peace of God that passes all understanding, will guard your heart and mind, and that you will have a knowing on the inside, a knowing and trusting and believing. This is your set time. Nothing is too difficult for God. And this is your time for restoration. And as I said the other day, to recover all things. Absolutely nothing is too difficult for God. May you have a blessed day. May the peace of God that passes all understanding continue to guard your heart. It is the sad time. It's a knowing. I want you to take the doubt away and I want you to have that knowing that nothing is too difficult for God. God bless you. This is Apostle Curly Evans. I love you.